0: Morning, Broadcast from the Undisclosed Holler in the Appalachian Mountains in Northeast Alabama. They're not hillbillies, they're just billies from the hills. This is the Alabama Sportsman's Podcast.
1: Welcome back to the Alabama Sportsman's Podcast. Be sure to like and follow us on social media. And you can listen to us wherever you listen to podcasts. And be sure to subscribe. It's not a secret that Coma County is one county that keeps producing some of the biggest and best deer killed in the state. Brian Barnett is one man that has been able to add his name to the Coma County big buck list. This is not Brian's first big buck from Northern Alabama, but as of right now, it is his best, and what a buck it is, coming in at 162 and 2 eighths. Listen up while Brian tells this exciting hunt.
2: Buddy heath hey man
1: yeah and I got my dad with me here today how's it, doing? <laughs>
2: how's it going man
3: that's good yeah you. yeah
1: all had any look uh we've had a good season so far man we've we've my dad's tagged out already and I've got one more to go and heath Heath's after a, a dang good and an old one and uh you know he's he's it's it's got him got him right now he's got his, he, the bucks in his mind right Hunt, now hunting a, yeah hunting, a,
0: <laughs> hunting a, a specific buck is is really really rough
1: <laughs> it is you already know all about that shouldn't you oh uh, yeah <laughs> well man that, that's a
3: yeah. monster
2: you killed did you kill it in coleman
3: yeah yeah i killed it in coleman all right is, is it, that
2: is that national forest land or private land
3: uh it's private land oh, okay yeah yeah, we got quite a bit of private land. There's about four of us that hunt it. Is, is it just we've a had it. lease? No, it's uh my dad's boss. We've had it since I was three-year-old, so we've had it 31 years. Wow, yeah. wow. And is it is it a big piece of land
1: that y'all get to manage? Uh,
3: it's Yeah, it's it split up in about six or eight farms, and it's probably about, Thirty-five hundred
0: acres total. Wow! Yeah, yeah, you got it. You got a big area. Do you have? Uh, you are you like me? You have trouble deciding where to go every morning because you got so much uh, yeah. land. <laughs>
3: yeah, I have uh, got up a tree before and got back down and went somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like he. <heat. laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm a second
0: guesser, big time.
3: Yeah, that's the way I was this morning. I didn't know where to go. I mean, that's
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when you got land like that, it happens y'all run a lot yep. of cameras
3: yeah i run probably about 15 cameras yeah that's now. the way to
1: do it but you know every yeah, buck then, on your property like that then don't you
3: yeah yeah well usually i'll pull them out a little bit after the season i try to put them back in around june or july right but I, this year's the first time for me to run a cell cam i never run one but that played a big factor killing that big one really <laughs> yeah
1: well i tell you yeah. what let's uh let's get into that real quick let's uh or ever how long it takes you to tell this story so to, uh start from start from the beginning i mean i'll go ahead and ask you um uh, have you seen this buck before in years past uh, or you know, what's I've, the not story seen
3: him. I've not seen him before but uh last year is when he showed up and uh He showed up, play about, let's see here, play first of December last year. And he had uh, like five on his left side, and his right side was broke off about six inches up, and he had a couple kickers off of it. Mm -hmm. And we had talked about it, me and my dad and the guys that hunt with us, and I was like, that deer, we need to let him go, because if... It ain't messed up on that one side. Maybe he broke it in velvet. And I said, if he did break it in velvet, he may be a giant next year. Right. And so I had cameras over on him and got, I got probably three pictures of him on that farm of play three evenings in a row. He was walking down the road there and, uh, Anyways, i would got two more pictures of him on a different farm, probably about two miles from there. God. And it was late evening. It was always of an evening. Right. But but I never went in and tried to hunt him or nothing like that. I just left him alone. And uh, probably, I guess, uh, it was the first October, around October 15th. It was the first of bow season. It was the first couple of days of bow season. hmm on that same farm, they don't hang out on. I guess he. I caught him traveling from his probably his summer pattern. Right. And he. Uh, I got two pictures of him on that farm, and I didn't have no pictures of him again. And I knew where he was headed to because he stayed on that other farm last year, and he just stayed in there, hot and heavy. That was his safe zone. He had a uh, some pines across the creek from where I was hunting him and uh, they're thick, real thick. So I guess he didn't have far to go right there and he could be back some thick stuff. But anyways, I had that cell cam set up on uh, 11 point right there I killed about a week or so before him. Mm -hmm. And he showed up one morning and I turned around and that evening that deer come in and I killed him. Well I guess it was the next week my cell cam started acting up and it was sending me it would say send me thirty eight photos and I wouldn't get but one or two pictures. Hmm. Well that Monday night I'd got up to go to bed and my phone dinged, and it sent me it said thirty eight or forty eight photos and it sent me one picture and it was of him. Oh. And I was like, well, I know where I'm going hunting in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did so, you, uh, did, I'm sorry, uh, did you take off work to go? Uh, actually, my, uh, youngest daughter, my, all my wife and everybody was at home. Everybody had COVID. So oh, really? Me. Everybody, everybody's had it but me. Right. Wow. <laughs> so I was like, I ain't social distance in the woods. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. But anyway, I, uh, All that night, my phone dinged, and it it kept saying it was sending a bunch of pictures, but every picture, it would be like one or two pictures, and it was of him every time. Hmm. Well, that morning, I was like, he's staying in there, and I was like, maybe he'll show up in the daylight. Well, that morning, uh, my oldest daughter, she had went with me, and I dropped her off at the first shooting houses. We got two greenfields down there. And I had been hunting at eleven Point about 150 yards out of Greenfield out there where I could see everything that goes around the edge of it because a lot of them deer don't come in it. They'll just go around it. Right. And on the edge of a ridge right there, uh, we got in there, and I told her, I said, we got to be real, real quiet going in because when we went through the gate, my phone dinged, and it was him again.
0: Mm -hmm.
3: So I was like, he's still on his feet in there, and I was like, we may blow him out going in but I said we've gotta be quiet going in. Mm-hmm. So I mean we just took it step by step real easy and we uh I got her in the shooting house and set up and I was like, I can't go out there and climb this morning because if he's somewhere around there I'll blow him out. So I said, I'm gonna have to just hunt in the shooting house and hope for the bears. So anyways I slipped up in the shooting house and I'd uh got in there and I started hitting the grunt call as soon as it broke daylight because I knew when I was walking in that morning, there hadn't been no scrapes on the road in there. And it was just eat up. Every 20 yards, there was a scrape. I was like, he just tore this place apart last night. So, anyways, I got on the grunt call when it broke day pretty hard. And I kept hitting the can call, and I done it probably every 10, 15 minutes. And about seven forty five she texted me and said that she'd just seen a buck cross the road chasing a doe. And we wouldn't hunt probably three hundred yards apart, I guess. Right. But anyway, uh, at seven forty five is when she texted me and so I was like, I'm gonna get on the grunt real heavy and it was seven forty nine, I'd hit it again, I'd hit the can call three or four times and I, I hit that grunt and done a butt roar more or less, mm-hmm. and where it was real loud because it was real, real quiet. I mean, you could hear a pin drop. Right. And it, I went to set that can call and my grunt back up on my little table there, and he stepped out probably about 10 yards the oh. other side of my cell cam.
1: 10 yards?
3: Yeah, he was about 10 yards from my cell cam. Yeah, oh. he, he was probably about 80 to 100 yards from me. Okay. But, he stepped out down there and he did, he was just scanning the field looking for does and i put it on his front shoulder i was like i ain't even gonna try to stop him because i know he's smart I, he's about seven year old deer hmm. and i said i try to stop him he made this light out but so i just shot him on the move if he was walking he wasn't gonna stop in that field but right. he's just looking for that doe or that buck so i hit him in the front shoulder he he didn't even kick. Really? <laughs> Lock him, uh,
0: locked him it, up. What'd you shoot yeah. him with? Uh,
3: 308, that American Predator. Right. Mm-hmm. I just bought the gun last year at the end of the season. I killed one deer with it. Yeah, I, the,
0: last. I shoot the They're same working. rifle as you shoot. And there's a 6.5 Creedmoor, but I almost yeah. bought the 308, but I decided to try that 6.5 because I'd hunted with a, a 6.5 Swede and had really good luck out of it so i decided really? to stick with a 6.5 caliber
3: yeah i like them because they're so short
0: yeah i mean you
3: can get them in and out of tree stand out of a truck everywhere yeah a lot that's, easier
0: that's the reason i bought it i really liked it
3: <laughs> and i mean i shoot those uh barns bullets that's what i shoot and it just drives tax i mean if you've got it sitting in a vise, it'll hit the paper every time i mean it about nearly hit the same hole every time. right <laughs> right and so, i can't hardly find another gun to do that so <laughs>
1: when that big old buck stepped out man i mean what did you think was that the first time you ever I, laid your eyes on
3: him yeah that was the first time i'd ever seen him I didn't have much time to think, (laughs) because, I mean, I wish I had a video of it, because it was 8 o'clock, and it was just beautiful out there. Frost and quiet. I mean, I wish I could have videoed it, because that would have been perfect, but I didn't have time. I mean, I'd grab my gun. I was like, he's gotta go. <laughs> right. yeah. Yeah.
1: No doubt about that one.
3: I can't mess this one up. <laughs> you said he
1: he was estimating him about seven. Did you pull his jawbone like his teeth or is that just what you estimated him? Oh uh,
3: that's what I estimated him at. Yeah. He was a old deer, real old deer, but I may be wrong, but Yeah, we talked with, a- we talked with Austin
1: yesterday and uh we was talking to him about his buck he killed too. And, you yeah. know, that's what he was thinking. He said, well, they're looking, you know, the taxidermist got his is going to pull his jawbone. And they were estimating it at five or older. And that's what we we're saying when you get a buck like that in Alabama, everyone we talk to, it usually seems like it's going to be around that six to seven-year-old mark to when you get bucks yeah. like you got right there.
3: Yeah. They, I mean, it seems like it takes them a little bit longer in alabama to get yeah. that big yeah. I mean, we ain't, yeah we ain't got the big crop fields and grain and stuff they got up north but, right that's right well I mean,
1: uh they, tell everybody that's listening when we when we air this right here tell her describe the rack to everybody
3: it's <laughs> it's just unbelievable i ain't never seen nothing like it i mean he ain't got a lot of mass down on the bottom side It's all <laughs> Yeah, it's all up. I mean, once it gets to his G 2s it just explodes. I mean. So what's the first me-
1: what's the measurement right there to G two?
3: Uh, his I base really don't know. It's the circumference. There. I. Uh, Dennis Wilner scored him the other night, and right. I didn't even pay attention what it was. I, right. Do you
1: remember what the inside I, spread was?
3: <laughs> Probably, i don't i can't remember <laughs> he told me what it was hey. but we was talking deer hunting and yeah <laughs> you just know it's a
0: big one don't
3: you <laughs> yeah there was a uh, another buck right there boy actually he had pictures of this deer and uh logan campbell he killed like a 154 or 155 Tim one. and i was actually sitting there talking to him while he was doing that right that deer he that he killed it it had mass. It had like six and three quarter inch mass. God. It was it was a nice deer. There's a lot of deer killed that day. Austin, I worked with Austin. You'd mentioned him a second ago. Mm-hmm. We had uh, I'd killed that deer that morning, and he killed that big ten that evening. Right. And it's crazy knowing somebody, and both of us killed the biggest deer we'd ever killed in our life on the same day, and, and pretty
1: much the same score. What did yours end up scoring? You remember, uh, you remember that,
3: Dennis? <laughs> <laughs> it's like one sixty-two and two eight. Wow, well, golly, that's man! Giant, that's amazing. Man.
0: Y'all live in a really yeah. special area of the state. I
3: guarantee you that. Yeah, he had another time. I'm on. He had just. I reckon he had just broke it compared to everybody else's pictures because i reckon a bunch of people they wouldn't say nothing because they had a big deer on camera yeah. down that road right there and he had another point coming up that's probably about five inches long and he had broke it off and i went back in there because when i was sitting there that morning i looked in a thicket right there about 20 yards to my left and there was a cedar tree nearly big around my leg and it was just wore out and, I mean, it wasn't like it a couple days before. And I was like, there wasn't really no other big deer in that area that want to fight him. I was like, he probably broke it off, rub. Mm-hmm. So, I went back in there and tried to follow his rub line where he had tore it up in there that night. But I figured it was like finding a needle in a haystack. I didn't ever find it. I mean.
2: Well, li- listen to this needle. Hey, uh, you, you sitting there telling that I killed, uh. The last buck I killed, uh, the one he tagged out the on, the one I tagged out on, it was a, one of our hit list deer, and uh, had a jillion pictures of him. And he had this extra point, and uh, been looking at his pictures and everything. And I told Jamie, I said, I said this rascal, I said he's gonna wind up breaking that, he's gonna wind up breaking his rack, you know, 'cause he, all the pictures we had of him, he is fighting everything around. And uh, anyway. I finally, I finally killed him, and when I got to him that, night, you know, that evening, and uh, I walked up to him and I said, "Dad Gum, his darn point's gone," and uh, I thought, and I, I said I knew that was gonna happen. I got the deer out, and I, I was going back through my phone looking at those pictures, and I, it was crazy. That thing, like on December the seventh, I think it was, he had that extra point. At six thirty that night, and at seven thirty he was back in the he he was fighting another deer, and at seven thirty he was standing in front of the camera and that point was gone. All right, I That's killed it. him on the twelfth, I think it was December the twelfth, and uh, I when I looked at, back at those pictures, I said I'm going to go back over. There, on the 13th, I said, I'm going to go back over there the next morning. I said, I'm going to go right there where he was fighting and see if I can find that point. And I'm going to tell you something. The good Lord not only blessed me with that good deer, I found that point laying right there. That's I mean, amazing. And the taxidermist <laughs> says, you got to be the luckiest person in the world. <laughs> and and i am telling you, he's, he and it was just a clean break. And he, he said, Man, I can yeah. put that right back on there, and you'll never know it was even broke off. But <laughs> it was laying, it was just laying on top of the ground. I thought, Man, I you know, it just tickled me to death. And everybody else said, There's just no way that that happened. I said, Well, here it is. I said, You know,
3: yeah, it, <laughs> it, it, fruit, I, told,
2: I told him, Is it one or a squirrel or a Dang
1: Crow or something didn't fly off with it, you know? Yeah, something,
3: <laughs> something grabbed it and be was, gone. Yeah. yeah. Squirrel find it. yeah, have it chewed up in a minute. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah,
1: use that as a toothpick. <laughs> but,
3: yeah, there when broke it off, he sort of had like a, a ball right there of hmm. horn. I mean, it was weird. But it was like a ball and then a point come out of it. Wow. But, so, about how long was it? It was probably about five inches long. Dang, I, I, um, that
1: deer almost at world class level.
3: Because yeah. if
1: you figure it's one sixty-two, if it was five inches, I mean that's 167. seven yeah, yeah. one seventy is world class.
3: Yeah, if his brows would have been a little longer and he had mass all the way to the bases, he he'd have been a lot nicer. But. I ain't complaining at Heck all.
2: No, that's a, a, a book of a lifetime, of yeah. deer yep. in Alabama. So that, you know,
3: on his left side, there out towards the end, he it's almost like a shovel. It like pits right there, wow. and it's probably probably three and a half, four inches wide right there Gosh, in that he's, shovel.
0: He's super impressive. That's that's you've killed a once in a lifetime deer for sure.
3: Yeah. Did you have on any? His, go ahead on his right side he had I've seen holes in deer's horns before but he had like three that drop down, that sort of come down on one side on his right side mm-hmm. and he had one up under it where it come out of a, a beam and he had like two on the outside right there and they were deep holes too I mean they were probably quarter inch in diameter and probably went a half inch deep in there wow. <laughs> It's great. I, I don't. I don't know what causes them holes like
1: that. It's, it's a it's a butt fly. You know, like when you uh, you know, like squirrels. Or you ever go squirrel hunting? You kill them, and they have them with wolves in them. Yeah. That's what it is. The more butt yeah. flies will lay a, one of the more eggs on their antlers, and they go in there and, you know, live in that
3: antler. I guess probably during velvet. Yeah, during velvet. Yeah,
1: I should have should have said that. But yeah, it's during velvet. Yeah. Yeah, that's. I was going to ask yeah. you, do you have any velvet pictures of him?
3: uh no i didn't right i I didn't even have none last year but i had pictures of him last year when he was back exactly where i had pictures of him at the start of this year he was chasing a doe last year it was like probably around december 25th somewhere in there right and he was a six point was right in front of him and he was chasing a doe right at daybreak one morning right there and I had three total pictures of him in that greenfield. It was actually a salt lake area, but I don't know. He he traveled a pretty good ways. <laughs> he probably traveled probably five miles right there from this. He probably got a little bit of pressure at the start of hunting season and he decided it was time to move out and go back to his safe zone. I figured. Right. Yeah. I think I, I wouldn't get <laughs> no summer pictures of him. But another guy, he said. He was bachelored up like two other pretty good bucks, but he had a bunch of velvet pictures of him. I think. Right. So
2: but he, so, Brian, and, uh, excuse me there. Uh, what what was the date you killed killed the deer? Uh, December eighth, I think. December eighth. So is that is that the normal time for you rut to come in for you
3: hunt? Yeah, or? I usually. Look at that first cold front between, I've got it wrote down, I tried to write a lot of stuff down over right. the years, around December 5th through the 25th. But that first cold front, anywhere around the 5th, you better be ready. Cause <laughs> if it stays warm for a week or two, you better slack off. But that's yeah. when I usually use my vacation, it's somewhere yeah. in there. But luckily, I mean, we, we've been blessed with some cold weather this year. That's, right. That's one thing that's helped. I mean, I've been, they've been rutting down there since really opening weekend or rifle season. Wow! And they're still chasing. I seen a yesterday. I seen a pretty nice nine point, and I was going plan on killing him, but last week he had broke one of his brows off on his right side, and he broke his G three and G four off on his right side just a couple days ago because I hadn't had more pictures of him. i seen him yesterday morning he was about an hour behind the doe and he was just running around circles and he's a big old deer he's about probably a four or five year old deer but he's just straight up he's real tall rack deer but he's just running around circles grunting. (laughs) (laughs) One, one thing we
0: haven't asked you buddy is uh how much did your deer weigh
3: I didn't even you weigh didn't, him. I
0: didn't, didn't get yeah.
3: no scales. I bet you oh. he was a big one. I bet you, I bet you, I bet you he was a big yeah. one, though, wasn't he? He, he? From the other pictures I got, I had one pretty good uh, recent daylight picture somebody right beside us had, and he he looked like he was probably around 180 pounds, but he was a big, old bodied size deer. Right. But he it looked like he was run down just a little bit. But, right. Yeah. I reckon. Everybody around us had pictures of him, but he decided to move back in there. I guess he was feeling a little pressure. Man, you but
1: you ruined you, a lot of dreams yeah, for you, you yeah, <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> I reckon like seven or eight people had pictures of the deer. Dang. There's a lot of people after him. <laughs> oh yeah. <It> happens. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, some guy told me yesterday he had talked to somebody and, said that he was planning on going hunting a deer friday he was going to take off on friday and go he said i just started getting a lot of daylight pictures of him. and then i killed him like that tuesday he's like well you know since they taking off work <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: dope. yeah uh, deer oh, like that make you lose sleep oh, oh
3: yeah
1: him. yeah, He'll get your head. <laughs> yep. yeah. That, i mean something like that man i I can't wait till I get something like that on camera. I can yeah, only no. imagine. I'll get fired. Yeah, they. Yeah. do. I lose my job.
3: Yeah, they can't. You get you get you a cell cam. And he's sitting out there blowing your phone up. <laughs> <laughs> you get sick real quick. Yeah. 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 I've I've
0: started running one of those this year, and that thing's driving me crazy. Especially like you said, when sometimes they'll get a little glitch in them, and they'll quit sending you pictures for. A day or two or whatever and it, it it just man you can't wait to get back to where you can get it working again you know yeah <laughs> it drove me it's drove me
3: crazy yeah technology's changed yeah and then then you the go
0: years. you'll go sit in one in another spot and you'll be getting pictures of 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 stuff on your on your sale cam you know and you're like <laughs> golly i picked the wrong tree this morning
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh man yeah it happens
1: yeah it does now that that buck you killed earlier in the year what was
3: it 11 pointer did you say yeah was, that, was it was it a good one he's a pretty decent deer he was probably he's probably 125 inches that's, a, that's a good yeah, that's buck good. in alabama yeah. still a Real good deer guy. yeah bad about yeah. i guess it's about three years ago i killed three big ones i killed two one of them was like 150 inches, and one of them was, and he was an eight point. Ooh, and I killed man. a nine point as like 154. And I Yo. killed a like a 132 on my bow that year.
0: Man. I can't man. imagine having a season like that. How old are yeah, you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
3: 34. Wow. Okay. I, but I'd killed that one on my bow probably late, first of November, I guess. And I didn't ever kill another one till it was, uh, january 1st i won't say and well, that gives i told my dad i said i'm about ready to see the younger deer i said i need <laughs> some more deer meat <laughs> and, and i ended up killing that deer and a week later i killed the nine point which is bigger than him <laughs> uh-huh. you just you just gave
0: me a lot of hope because i've been i've been struggling this year I'm, i've been seeing a lot of deer and, and several bucks that i've let go because i'm hunting this one specific deer and and uh you just always got to keep on reminding yourself, you know, especially this time, there's a lot of season left, you know, and you never, oh, yeah. it, it can change in, in a matter of seconds. You know, your, yes. your whole deer season can change.
3: It, it can. It, it's crazy. That's probably what keeps us interested. Yeah, I guess it is. <laughs> it makes us go back. It sure will make you
0: pull your hair out, though, when you. Oh, uh, it when, will. When, you know.
1: Hey, right there in your area, did y'all have that early season come
3: in this year? uh no we didn't oh, okay. it, it probably would not probably 15 miles from us okay but yeah we didn't have the early season i went and hunted early season actually it was austin that boy killed that 10 you talked to
1: yeah and
3: well i didn't do no good out there we had a bunch of does and stuff on camera but we didn't have nothing big at the time out there right
0: what is the but, uh on on your on the property you hunt, what's the deer density like? Do y'all have a, is, you got a lot of deer? Do you see a lot of deer? or is
3: Yeah, it? Uh, I guess like, the morning it snowed, when was that, about two, three weeks ago?
1: Crap, I don't know. We didn't, we didn't get any. None. <laughs> you didn't get none? <laughs> no, we no, down, down didn't get
3: any. I, I guess it's about three weeks ago, I had uh, hunted all day, and I seen 43 Hunting all day. Well, wow. We've got quite a bit of deer, but I mean, a lot of them, they get a lot of them does and stuff get killed out. We don't kill just a ton of does because everybody else see, on them doe days, you can hear them on Saturday. They start blasting. Yeah, <laughs> it's
0: it's like that
3: down here too. Yeah. We don't yeah, shoot we don't many. shoot
0: them either.
1: We, yeah.
3: yeah, we. Usually, I mean, we might shoot some during both season, like two, three max. But I don't think that's gonna hurt it too bad. No, no.
1: <laughs> nah. Yeah, I mean, if you got a big piece of property, uh, all you gotta do is uh, usually let the uh, neighbors. They'll they'll usually take care of a lot of your does. Right. And
3: yeah. Yeah. Let them get some deer meat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I almost think this year we had too many, but I don't know. We'd, I, th- I know this three buck limit has really helped. I, I think it's really helped. I you do can too. You start seeing a lot of improvement. You can see a lot of older deer. I mean,
0: I think it's helped a lot because, yeah. It it, I mean, it used to you see, I mean, the oldest deer you'd see would be uh, two and a half year olds, you know. Yeah. But yeah. Now, now you're starting to at least see more three year olds. and Yeah. And it just gives them, you know, it gives them some time to, to get some age on them. Yeah, and yeah.
3: Yeah, it makes everybody, I mean, people that ain't outlaws, it it makes them be picky about what they want to shoot. Right. If they want a deer hunt towards the end of the season, they have to be picky, but if they want to go in there firing at four and little six points and stuff like that, then yeah. their season ain't gonna last near as long. But some people like to just meat hunt too. So right. Well, that's what we was but, talking about the other day. You know,
1: people say, "Well, you can't eat the antlers," and I told told them, "So yeah, but sure does make it taste better when you're sitting there looking at him on the wall while you eat." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It does. I yeah, mean, it, it does.
3: It it pays off, especially if you do a lot of work. I mean, we're down there about every about every weekend, if not every other weekend during the summer. I mean, yeah, it's yeah. a year-round thing for us, more mm-hmm. or less. I mean, bush hogging. We keep the place clean, and I mean it. Do it y'all really pays off? Yeah. do y'all
0: plant yeah. any uh, summer plots or uh, uh, do any supplemental feeding or anything?
3: Yeah, we uh, we got salt leeks everywhere. We usually use like lucky buck, mm-hmm. and we uh, we usually plant peas, and sometimes we'll plant soybeans and a little bit of corn here and there. But peas is usually the main key, and I think it's helped a lot think it's
0: put some put some uh, inches on the antlers in.
3: i i do because i mean it's not something for real late season but i mean you would want to go something like soybeans or something like that right but i mean because a lot of them are just, they'll be on the ground and a lot of times they won't eat them later on the season they'll be coming in green fields but a lot of times we'll leave most of it and just plant our green fields down the center with the right. bees or corn or whatever
0: Y'all, y'all but, got some pretty big fields up there,
3: then. Yeah, we got probably 22, 23 green fields. and our biggest one's probably twenty acres. Goodness gracious! But yeah, we have really been blessed. Yeah, <laughs> I would
0: say, I would say y'all yeah. have a fine piece of hunting
3: property. What kind of peas yeah. are y'all planting? Like clay peas uh, or something? Yeah, yeah, then. My dad, he knows the name of them. I don't keep up with it, but he writes all that stuff down. And we just go year to year back to it. Right. <laughs> He's got all his acreage wrote down on fertilizer and everything else, which you don't have to give peas that much fertilizer. Make yeah. them grow. They'll grow.
1: But do y'all, When y'all plant those peas, do y'all, like, uh, section them off, I mean, or put something around them so the deer don't get in them, or y'all just let them grow and let them have it? No, I
3: mean, we ain't. There's one farm down there that we really have to worry about. A lot of times they'll wait till they get up about a foot tall, mm-hmm. and they really start putting on them leaves. And then they'll look, you come back down there the next weekend, it look like somebody bush hogging them to the ground. Yeah, just yeah. be
2: stalks.
3: <laughs> yeah, I mean, that it would pay you off to probably put a hot water or fence around them. But yeah. we don't never do it. <laughs> yeah, It'd be quite a bit of fencing, so... <laughs> the other places is probably a lot bigger fields and I mean it take 'em long to eat all that up, so what are y'all planting in your green fields? Uh, we plant uh what is it? It's a mix. It's got like seven different things in it. Wow. Uh wild something. Yeah. I think it's made by planting
1: seed. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of different stuff out there.
3: Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah there is. But I really think in peas, they play a big part in it, I think. Right, right. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. It gives them some good protein during the antler growing months. Yep. Yeah, it
3: does. They, they'll they stay out there, too. I mean, they, they'll stay in them pea patches all evening of the evening.
1: <laughs> right. But. Well, Brian, man, we're going to let you go. We uh we about talked your ears off here. Anybody got anybody else got anything you want to say, add? I'm no. good. we right.
0: we just appreciate you uh giving Coming us on. your time man yeah. and, and telling well, us your story you. <laughs> and uh we'll we'll keep in touch with you, maybe you'll kill another big one and 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 we'll get to talk to you about it, yeah, yeah, if,
3: maybe so yeah, maybe
1: you, y'all finish out, yeah, yeah you got some good one. and I hope you do too man if you get if you get another big one i mean crap, you got a whole wall full of them already, but if you get <laughs> if you get another one, heck man, send me a text, man, we'll talk about it too, all right. All right. Alert. All right. Thanks, Brian. You have a good you. buddy. All, All right. right. See we'll see you.